Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Amplified, and we are doing a two-part series. So you heard the show previous to this about getting to know your host, Andre Adams Miller and Ken Rashawn, and what they stand for and how they can actually uh, create a better success plan for you. Today's show is diving deep into uh, the legacy conversation and just how a book can change your life. So, Andrea, how are you doing? I'll take that as you're doing great. <laughs> doing so wonderful. <laughs> I was getting excited about laying out the books I have out here, so I was looking at those. Well, this show is obviously uh, brought to you, sponsored by Big Events USA, the Keep Smiling Movement, Red Carpet Connection, and the media company, the Umbrella Syndicate. So uh, we had a big shout out to Voice America last week because when you have a new book coming out, it's really a great idea to create a campaign and get on as many radio shows and TV shows as possible. And Voice America has a lot of hosts, probably around 400 hosts. So you'll find great hosts to share your message and have phenomenal conversations and help get your book notoriety. And so many people think that making the book is the finish line or pretty close to the finish line. And it's actually just getting you a little past the start line because that's where the real work happens, which is the marketing, uh, waking the world up, promoting it, and being relentless in making sure that your message is heard and that you are taken seriously as a person that wants to make a difference in the world. So what do you think about that, Andrea? I think that sounds absolutely fabulous. And I'm really excited about what we're offering people so that they can create their own legacies. Well, this show is going to be filled, I think, with more gifts than any other show we've done in the past. Uh, This is our third year of doing uh, Amplified, and the premise of Amplified is to amplify leaders, people that want to make a difference in the world, positivity, and uh, recently we focus a lot more on authors and people that are causing a movement and supporting the Keep Smiling movement. And we're going to talk in the second segment about how you can get your book done and how you could have a Keep Smiling book of your very own that will help propel you into uh, whatever space you're trying to get into and get noticed, and it's called positioning. So we're going to talk about that more in the second segment. The first segment, though, I'm going to talk about each book I did and why I did the book and each book that I mention, if you want to take a note and Either hit us on Amplified on Voice America uh, channel or Amplified on Facebook, or you can hit us personally, Ken Roshan, on my business page or personal page, Andre Adams Miller, both on her business or personal page. We are actually going to send you these books as ebooks, and if you wish to get them as uh, physical copies, we can figure out some type of offer. The color books are uh, a little pricey and they keep smiling, but all, all the books for the most part are $20, and I don't think there's any issue we'd have with. Uh, making them all available for $10, and we'll put some type of uh, uh, link to that so you can mention that if you want. So, Andrea, anything you want to ask or say before I start talking about the books? 
Well, I, I just been really excited. I mean, we have a new year and we have some great things happening. Uh, we met some great people this weekend, uh, going to some different events and we have a lot of really cool things going on this year and coming up and you're going to be speaking at some events very soon. So I don't know if you want to talk about those and share those with people this upcoming year. Well, we have events every single week, and so I don't want this show to ever sound like it's only about that particular event. If you go on our Facebook page, you'll find out what events we're at and where we're going to be bringing your book or our books or all of our books to an event. We have really a marketing machine or marketing engine behind the Perfect Publishing because it's it's powered by the Umbrella Syndicate, and the idea is if your book is seen over and over again and it's put in the hands of influencers and leaders, then you're going to have your book really show up and at some point create that tipping point effect that Malcolm Gladwell uh, shares in his book. And, you know, at the end of this, we're actually going to talk a little bit about books that have changed our life. So I will go ahead and start with, I guess, the first book, and I'll just surmise what I said in the previous show, which was that I always wanted to do a book. My grandmother had uh, done some poetry books that were published. My uncle had done some architectural books and just came from a family that uh, was creating legacy. And so I wanted to do a book probably around the age of 12. And then at age 18, I thought it would be something I could knock out, never did it. After college, thought I'd do it, never did it. And so that really is reminiscent of a lot of people that say they want to do a book. They never get it done. So when my mom passed of Alzheimer's in 2008, all of a sudden, the ticker, so to speak, on how much life you have left in you started hitting me and I said, you know what, I'm going to start my book and even if it's a flop, no matter what happens with this book, I'm going to publish a book within a year. And I came pretty close to that. I, I, my mom passed in uh, October of uh, 2008 and I had my book come out in December of 2009. It was December 12th of 2009. And I always say that that day was a day that changed my life because all of a sudden I was looked at differently. People started wanting to know more about me. I got on some 55 radio shows, and I, I committed to actually being a leader, and so it really changed my life. And the book uh, was called Becoming the Perfect Networker, Succeeding One Connection at a Time, and in the first copy of the first run, we did 2,000 copies, and I put a little joke at the top in a red red ribbon. It says, almost 100 copies sold, and I did that because I think it's funny that so many people want to have that Amazon bestseller on the top or that they've sold a million copies and I hadn't sold any copies so I was just being (laughs) really transparent and a little dorky and humble at the same time but that little ribbon saying almost 100 copies sold I never would have guessed but it, it did get me on roughly 50 radio shows and the way I got this book done was I actually just started writing and I started connecting myself with five local authors and just asking them if they'd mentor me, if they would coach me, if I could just bounce ideas off them. And I was pleasantly surprised that every one of them said, yeah, anything you need. And uh, most of them said, you know, the hardest part about doing the book is getting started. So that is, uh, that is probably the first thing I would like to say in this program is if you want to get your book done, you will always want to get your book done. But when you actually need to get your book done, you will start taking pen to paper, uh, pen and index cards, Word document, and you'll recording ideas, and you'll just get it done. And I think a deadline is so important. Uh, a birthday, um, end of year, uh, some significant date, uh, business anniversary, something that puts a hard deadline. And then if you want to reach us to find out how you can do the backwards planning that would actually get your book done by that deadline, 
our track record for getting books done on deadline is pretty phenomenal. Uh, I, I would say it's pretty close to 100%. The only time it deviates from that is when the deadline is adjustable and or some things that were uh, missed because they had some bigger uh, events happen in life that they wanted to include in the book. So that is the first book, and that book changed my life. Uh, without that first book, I couldn't write a second book, and that is a big problem that most people have is they don't only not get the first book done, but they don't put a marketing plan together for the first book so a second book can even happen. So the first book, um, I will just say that if I had said – I want to get this book done, I would be part of the 85% of people that say, I want to get my book done that don't do a book. So it's a very, very small percentage that actually go from wanting to get the book done to having a plan and getting the book done. And that's about 1%. It's a, it's a very small percentage. And Andrea, I think you know that the people that get books done, that their success in marking the book or selling the book, I should say selling the book, is rather uh, dismal and it's uh, it's underwhelming. So do you have the figure by any chance of how many books the average author sells? Um, if I remember correctly, it's only 18. Okay. <laughs> and I've heard, I've heard figures anywhere from 11 to 41. So we're not talking about earth-shattering numbers regardless. And if you think about how much money you make on a book, let's let's be optimistic and say out of the book being $20 that you're able to substantiate half that as profit, which would be putting your time down to about 10 cents an hour uh, to make the book. But if you were to say that you're making $10, even if you do 41 books, no one would do that for nine months out of a year to have a book done. So they made that money. So the reason people do a book, or I should say the reason I did a book and the reason I've heard most people do a book is so that they can use it as a marketing piece. They can uh, download their brain or heart to position them as an expert or simply they want to leave a legacy, and what they have in their head and heart is not going to go with them when they pass, so they want to leave something that will make the world better. Anything else you'd like to add to that, Andrea? Well, just in the fact that you know, when people are writing a book, that it's once the momentum happens and once you're getting it out, so many it opens up the you know a floodgate of so many other cool opportunities in your life. So it's just a process of once you start putting pen to paper or however you like to do it, your whole life opens. I mean, look what look what it's done for you. Yeah, and I, I actually uh, have an analogy that birthing a book is like birthing a baby, and that when you have a baby and you're you've never been a parent before, your life changes. Well, if you truly if you truly take a book and you bring it into the world like you would a baby, you're going to nurture it. You're going to show it off to the world, and the world is going to see it. They're going to experience it, and it's going to change your life. It's going to change their life. And I think so many people don't put the 80%, 90% effort and resources and time and money into the marketing of the book. And so the book could be the best book that has actually landed off the press, but if it doesn't have a marketing plan behind it, it will be a secret, and it will be um, – It'll be unfortunately a failure, and that failure will hit the author as the book is not good, when in essence, it has nothing to do with whether the book was good or not. It's that no one knew about the book. So I would say 90-plus percent of the books that go out in the world, the reason they sell 41 copies or 18 copies or 11 copies is that they don't have any campaign, any plan, or any money behind the book to actually get the book out there. It would be like um, deciding to have a baby with uh, your spouse and saying, hey, listen, let's go ahead and have a baby. But once we have the baby, that's it. We're done. We, uh, we're going to check it off, baby done, and we are not going to allow a budget for feeding the baby. We're not going to allow a budget for clothing the baby. We're not going to allow a budget for you know, buying the diapers or uh, furnishing the room. It's just going to be born, and that's it. 
and yeah, that, don't take it anywhere. Don't show it there. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I, that's another good point, Andrea. Is don't when I go to, media. Don't put your baby on social media. Yeah. Well, so when I go to an event and I ask people how many people wrote a book, um, no matter how many hands raised, which is uh, – in in a good room, maybe as high as 20, 30%, uh, I ask how many of you have your book with you and the hands drop and it might be two people, three people that have their book with them. And I ask them, so why didn't you bring your book to the rest of the people? And they typically are silent, but the reason that they either share with me or that I intuitively understand is that, that book doesn't make a difference in their life. And the reason the book doesn't make a difference in life is because they chose not to make the book important enough to be important for them to have a difference in the world. So your book is a reflection of your marketing. Your book is a reflection of your attitude about success, uh, your attitude towards persistence, your attitude towards quitting. So uh, I will actually go to the second book. And every one of these books, if you message us and you say, I want that book, uh, we're not going to give all of them away at one time, but I will tell you this. If you want to message us every week and give a reaction to the book, I am happy to eventually give you all the books that were mentioned on this show. The we second book... I don't love your first book. I didn't hear you say the title. It was uh, Becoming the Perfect Networker, Succeeding One Connection at a Time, and it was based on what you do with a business card, and it was, uh, it was adopting the philosophy of Bob Burke's The Go-Giver and turning it into how do you contribute to someone when you get their business card. It's a, it's a pretty big book. It's a, the first edition is about 150 pages. The second edition was closer to 200 pages. It went five editions, and uh, I still bring it to all my events. I still give one copy away um, if, if uh, time permits me to give away some copies. The second book followed the same theme. In fact, the first three books follow the theme with the word perfect. So first book is Becoming the Perfect Networker, Succeeding One Connection at a Time. The second book is The Perfect Office, A Home Away from Home. And the concept was, how do you take a group of people, put them in an office, and have them create a mastermind-guerrilla marketing system that has inner, inner bartering or inner trade in the uh, office space and each person is helping each other grow at no expense to that person. So for instance, if I was a, a publisher, I wouldn't charge for my time in coaching them to publish a book and I did not. So the first book that came out was uh, The Perfect Office, A Home Away From Home. It, it, it actually highlights the 17 people that were in the office and shares not only their story, but it shares uh, gold nuggets of how people can take their particular expertise and apply it to their business and be more successful. And the reason we did this book was because we knew that 80% of businesses fail and the other 20% don't necessarily thrive, but they, they at least survive. And so we wanted to do this book to help businesses be more successful and to uh, connect them to us at that office. The third book of the perfect series was The Perfect Network Out. It's Balancing, Creating, and Living uh, Wealth and Wellness. This book was kind of a yin-yang of how wealth supports wellness and how wellness supports wealth. It was uh, inspired by my son almost passing and me realizing that no matter how wealthy I was, wellness was the uh, the number one priority in my life at that point because I had a, a child at, a, at an older parental age and I decided I wanted to live another 50 years to raise him and enjoy watching him grow and being a part of his life. So that book went four editions, maybe five editions, and that book continues to be printed and we have probably a new book coming out this year. So every year I, I like to meet new wealth and wellness uh, experts and offer them an opportunity to be highlighted in an international book. Uh, most of the authors here are 
way up there in their accolades as a, a leader or an expert. And uh, Andre, I believe you and some of your clients are in uh, one of the editions, the most recent edition. We are. So yeah, it's a lot of fun to be able to you know, share that collaboration with everyone. So moving on, those three books are a lot more business oriented and there are probably, uh, I think, four more books that I would go into that are definitely more business oriented. So the, the next book I will do is not necessarily in this order. I think the sixth book I published was uh, Umbrella Marketing, uh, but to keep the theme of business, Umbrella Marketing, Amplify Your Message. I decided to do that book to wake up the world as to a vision and idea I had about uh, the Umbrella Syndicate, which was to be a hybrid media, hybrid uh, photography, hybrid publishing, and hybrid promotion company. So it was taking four different concepts that were related to events and putting them together to have a variable explosion and sharing the power of social media, sharing the power of social proof. I didn't know it was called social proof back then, but it definitely uh, is is very congruent and consistent with what the definition of social proof is. And we showed how the hybrid and diagrams work together, how the company was identified as a hybrid, how social media engagement was more important than just getting likes and how to use your personal with your business page. I mean, this is a, a powerhouse book. It really does explain how content and distribution work together to create viral campaigns. So this book is one of my favorites. I put a lot of time in this, and it's it's a pictorial book. It has a lot of social proof of celebrities we photographed. So that, again, is called Umbrella Marketing, Amplifier Message. It went through eight editions. The uh, the next book was a result of going on the Marketer's Cruise and meeting Ron, Trevor, and Troy Howard. I should say Trevor and Troy and Ron Howard. you got to put Ron together. And uh, they were all about doing video testimonials. And I asked them, I said, would you guys consider doing a five-star review book with me? And so we named the book Five-Star Reviews, uh, create five-star sales. And it was because I had roughly, I think, six or 700 five-star reviews at the time. And mm-hmm. I realized that when I had these reviews that they were speaking and marketing and making people very confident about working with me. And then I started looking at Yelp. I started looking. And this book was done about three years ago. So um, I was looking at, man, we make most of our decisions on Amazon, what we put in our belly, how we spend our money, all in reviews. So they were phenomenal at uh, helping me put this book together. And so Tell Us is actually uh, a a really brilliant way of doing video testimonials. We will put a link to that. And if you choose to uh, get that service, you will see that video is probably the strongest testimonial you can add to your presentations, to your website, to your social media. And getting written testimonials in bulk uh, like we have uh, really shows people that they are working on a safe bet. They're not taking a chance. And I have actually recently talked to some people that have been burned for, believe it or not, over $40,000. And I asked them, did you, did you vet the company? And they said, no. And I said, you know what vetting a company is? And they, they were hesitant. And so I said, I'll tell you what vetting is. Vetting is either hiring someone to do a background check on the person company brand to make sure that they're safe and the other one is just physically doing a google check and seeing how they show up in scams uh, how they show up in reviews so if a company has a lot of litigation a lot of lawsuits they will show up pretty quickly probably top of page lookout warning because the more they scam people the more people are going to defend uh the reputation of 
no, I should say, make sure the reputation is shown so that people are warned. And also, they're just pissed. They're pissed that they got burned for that amount of money. So they are taking that energy and making sure that the next person doesn't get hurt. And they're uh, just they're just really frustrated. So that's pretty easy to find. The other thing is if you go on social media, I like Facebook. If you go on Facebook, their business page, and they have no reviews, that can be a concern. If they have uh, only five or ten reviews, probably from their employees. But if they have you know, 50 to 100 reviews, and it's showing that they are doing really powerful things, I would just say that it doesn't really require you to do too much more vetting because they probably are doing a great job. And then the f- most recent book just came out, uh, wow, just a couple months ago, is Social Proof, and it is a book about how to create, uh, it's it's kind of like a, a Twitter book in that it's just 140 characters or something like that, uh, sharing 140 nuggets. So yeah, it's a it's 140 characters sharing 140 nuggets on social proof. And a big thank you to Andre Adams Miller for her editing and uh, polishing the book up. If you do a book, you may have all these beautiful ideas to download, but it may not read well. And my advice when you're writing a book is if you're not a writer, think about trans. Uh, articulating, having a conversation with someone like Andrea, and she'll get it transcribed, and then she'll ghostwrite the book. And there are other people that do this service, but I will, I'll just say that when I have a book that uh, I'm working with someone that is having some challenges with the writing style, and they, they want to just have their message really beautifully conveyed and not lose their voice, Andrea is a, a great solution. And this particular book, Social Proof, I can say would not have really been completed on time or been as powerful as it is if it wasn't for her help. So thank you for that, Andrea. Thank you. So all those six books are available. All you do is just identify the name of the book, and then you can uh, get a, an ebook copy of it. If you wish to purchase it, you can get it on Amazon for full price, or you can get it through us for, uh, I would say, roughly 50% off uh, $10, and that is a pretty doggone good deal. If you want them in larger bulk to give to organizations, we can get even, even better prices, sometimes as low as $5 a book. So the next book I'm going to go to is the book that is actually the theme of the show. And every single book I did, it was because of one thing I thought about. And I said, you know what? I'm going to look this up on uh, the Internet. I'm going to Google it. And if the book shows up, I'm not going to do the book. But if what my ideas are for this book are not on the Internet, not on Amazon, I'm going to take a plunge and I'm going to make a book. So there was not a book, believe it or not, on how to make a book, move a book and book a sale. There are plenty of books on how to publish. There are plenty of books on how to do it in 90 days and blah, blah, blah. But there wasn't a book that actually said how to be successfully making a book and then how to move that book to book sales. And it's very important that that title is um, received by you because if you are just making a book, you are doing a bucket list. If you're only moving a book, you're just making $10 a book. But if you're booking sales, you're actually positioning yourself to really have a different lifestyle and uh, create a lot of abundance. So uh, we have Bob Proctor, who actually is on the front cover saying, three steps, make, move, money. Could it be any easier? Bob Proctor, author and teacher from the movie The Secret. And this is co-written by five other extremely successful um, publishers or people that are in the publishing space. So we have Sarah Coolidge, who does exceptional uh, editing. Al Granger, who is, in my opinion, the best printer and uh, tech person to make sure your book has the right formatting, the right look, and the right flow. Uh, Keith Leone, who is brilliant at Amazon bestseller programs and doing strategic stuff. And Mac and do awesome uh, advice in here about uh, the Amazon 
bestseller program and yours truly. So this book is probably going to be redone again because we've had a lot of ideas since this book came out, but this has got some really nice accolades. Um, a business book that I did that is not per, per se helpful to you on uh, the audience, but it will be helpful as a, an example of how to write a book for your industry. I wrote a book about DJing and I had been a DJ for 30 years and decided, hey, if I really want to... Uh, if I really want to utilize the advice I give to so many people when I'm on stage, why don't I write my own book on how to position myself as a DJ? So I wrote a book called The Absolute Spin, Music Defines the Moment, and then the subtitle is Why Selecting the Right Entertainment for Your Event Protects Your Investment. So average wedding is roughly $20,000, and if you have a horrible DJ and horrible entertainment, everyone will do the same thing. They will look at their watch and try and figure out what time they have to stay till so they can leave and not be embarrassed, but be respectful. And I have learned by doing this book that a DJ is really someone that has you forget about time so much so that they're caught up in the mood. They're having so much fun that by the time they do hear the announcement, ladies and gentlemen, last call or ladies and gentlemen, last dance, they have this awestruck expression, uh, disappointment, and they go, are you, are you kidding me? The event's already over. I can't believe this. So that's a DJ. A DJ is someone that really knows how to take the scientific variables of the equipment, the music, and the components of what makes a DJ great and multiply them out so that every event's successful. Apps Entertainment uh, is my company. It's a company that has well over 855 star reviews on Wedding Wire, and it's a company that utilizes the same um, advice and, uh, and strategies that these books offer in, in networking, marketing, and, of course, social proof. So I'm going to just take a, a little breather there to make sure Andrea doesn't have something she wants to interject so go ahead well uh, you know the absolute spin is a really good example for any of you because all of you are an expert in something you know whether um, you know like my dad coached softball and there's a certain way that you position your feet and hit the ball you know there's a whole book to be written about that whatever your interest is there's a book to be written and there's somebody who wants that information especially now people are looking for what you know and you know how to share online so uh, the absolute spin I recommend you get it just as an example of what you could do for your own life and pretty much you're probably if you're ever going to have a child you're going to end up hiring a DJ at some point so it'll probably benefit you <laughs> personal as well <laughs> well since uh, you did mention it's a new year I would say that uh, it's really cool to have a goal of creating a book this year and something that might help you a little bit as far as your reading and getting some ideas is I created a book because I always was telling people these books changed my life. So I wrote a book, very simple book. It's called the 50 book challenge books that will inspire and change your life forever. And these are 50 books that I either published or I purchased on Amazon and they did change my life. So imagine if you read one book a week for one hour a week. You have roughly 100 hours you're awake a week. And at the end of the year, you'd finish 50 books. And it's just like going to the gym, except you're only doing one hour a week instead of maybe three or four hours a week. And this book is such a cool book. This is probably my favorite book to give people because it, it does share all the people and, um, and books that have changed my life. So 50 book challenge, definitely get that one. If you're a, fa- if you're a father, you can uh, get another book called the 50 book challenge for fatherhood and it's a a culmination of books you can read your son or daughter and it's also a bunch of books on parenting and specifically being a great father and i will just kind of close this part of the segment up before we get back for the second part with choose someone that makes a difference in your world 
whether it's your son, your daughter, your wife, uh, a loved one, and write the books for them. And don't make it about whether you're changing the world because they are your world. And I would uh, just say that you can get a book done every single year if you chose to. I am proof of that. And we have roughly four books a year that I, I do with the help of Andrea and my team. And so I decided one of the books every year would be for my son. And I don't know what day I'm going to not be here for him. So I wanted to make sure I had a book for him. Now, the first book I did was actually called Making Friends Around the World. And that is available to you. It teaches kids how to be global thinkers. It's the first decalingual book ever. Then I followed it up with a father-son bond. And I took my favorite photos of him. No, I'm sorry. It was kitty captions. Kitty captions was all these shots I took of my son and put these little funny captions underneath it. And they went viral on uh, Facebook. So I knew the book would be somewhat successful. And uh, it's gone to three printings. Then I did the father-son bond for building a legacy. And that book has one page that I read and I get choked up, but I'm going to read it anyway. And it's about death. And so I picked a hundred topics to share with my son and the, and the word death was the reason that I was motivated to do this book. And it was, uh, the paragraph says, son, since death is part of life, one day I won't be here. And the most important gift I will leave behind are the words on these pages. I'm writing to you because I want you to always have my words. A wise man shared with me the way you really live life is to live it like it's your last year. So I did that book for him. And no matter what age he is, he'll enjoy that book. I recently did Kenny's Favorite Things, which is a book about the favorite things I see him do, his artwork, his engineering, his creative side, his goofy side. He he has something that I'll say it on the air right now. But this program, by the way, is dedicated to my son and my wife who have supported the craziness of all this publishing. And he has this thing that he does, and I'll read this one page because he really doesn't like it when I do this. And when he hears this program, he'll probably give me what for. But uh, when Kenny asked Daddy if he looked everywhere, he likes to play hide-and-seek. His daddy typically replies, you better believe it. And then Kenny can't wait to ask, did you look in a gorilla's butt? And then they laugh uncontrollably. And he cannot wait. Uh, When he saw that in the book, his mouth dropped and he cried. He was laughing so hard. So that was one of my favorite parts of my life with my son. So we're going to go to break right now. This uh, program has been brought to you by, again, Perfect Publishing. Obviously, I didn't mention that in the first part of the segment. Uh, The Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, of course, of course, Voice America. Voice America is instrumental in creating a platform for people who are authors, speakers, leaders, and we can't wait to have you check out what a difference it would make for you to have a platform like Voice America. We'll be back in a couple minutes. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Well, the producer has let me know that if I keep talking about books at length, then I won't have a a finish to help you guys write your books. So we're going to jet through the rest of the books, and they're actually um, the funnier books, the the books that I don't need to say as much about, because if you just (laughs) order them for free from us, you will have your life at least more enjoyable, if not more nonsensible. (laughs) Um, The first book I'm going to go to is... uh, Actually, the no-nonsense book or nonsense. Uh, my dad. My favorite. <laughs> well, my dad and brother are were notorious for coming up with nonsense stuff that they they heard, and we'd share it with each other and kind of compete, and it was our ongoing dialogue. So for some 15, 17 years, I was taking these and starting to save them. And I saved enough to have maybe a quarter of a book done, and I started really working hard to find more. And when I found this quote, and I wish I remember who said it, but it says, um, have you ever imagined a world with no hypothetical questions? And it's the kind of thing that Oscar Wilde would write. But I, uh, I had that as the opening of the book. And this book starts off by saying in the back, if you are buying this book to understand how to create abundance, this book is not for you. If you're buying this book to understand how to attract the person of your dreams, this book is not for you. If you're buying this book to understand how to learn the meaning of life, this book is definitely not for you. If this book... If your life improves in any way after you read this book, it's not the book's fault. And it has just a crazy amount of nonsensical things. One of my favorites uh, from a political standpoint is uh, Marion Barry. Let me find this one. Okay, so Marion Barry says at the uh, – he's the former mayor of Washington, D.C., uh, March 24th, 1989. He says, outside of the killings, D.C. has one of the lowest crime rates in the country. So really, really amazing stuff. And, you know – your favorites, like Dan Quayle, he says, I believe we're in an ir- irreversible trend toward more freedom and democracy, but that could change. So <laughs> it is all kinds of cool stuff. Mitch Hedberg is awesome in this. Uh, Steve, uh, Stephen Wright, uh, Rich Willens. Rich Willens made a, quite a, 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 an impact in this book. He has probably about five books we published for him, all pretty much in the area of humor and really solid humor, but we were looking for nonsense. So uh, he gave us some really cool, nonsensible ones. And I I have to say that I'm not going to share these because they're just too good. <laughs> they're too good. So I want to I wanna make sure that this book, if you were to only get one book, honestly, it's funny, but the nonsense book would be the book I would get just so that you're reminded every single day that taking life seriously can be bad for your health <laughs> because it, People that take life serious and worry too much need a book like this. So, um, Andre, I believe you say that this is almost a ritual that you have with a lot of your clients and that you coach. Well, I do. Um, so pretty much uh, before anybody leaves my office, um, I say, oh, I want to end the day with this. And I read it, pull out and read them a random nonsense, which usually leads to a second or a third. And then I hug them and they're out the door. And anytime that I'm feeling down or need a lift up because uh, things are already awesome, uh, I grab the book and read it because um, it really does change my life. And I know it's not the book's fault. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I glazed over a lot of those children's books I did for my son. But if you have a child and you want to teach them how to be a global thinker, how to um, not be a bully, how to actually not be a victim of bullying, 
Making Friends Around the World is a really cool book. It does teach nine other languages. It teaches you how to say hello, good morning, um, how are you, my name is, all these very powerful expressions in nine other languages. It's 20 phrases, and your child will be uh, quite the global thinker. They will change their opinion about differences because the book is all about appreciating and embracing differences. And speaking of that, it inspired a book later that I came up with the idea. I met a comedian. And I told the comedian the idea, and he loved the idea. And I thought, if he does this idea, he can have my idea. But if he doesn't do it, I'm going to do it. So I waited about a month, and I heard nothing from him. I checked with him, and he didn't do it. So I said, this weekend I'm writing this book, and it's called Quick Solutions to World Problems, the world's shortest book in full color. And it is four pages long, including the cover. And and, uh, the back of the book is the reason I did the book, because it was kind of – a step away from making friends around the world and my my mom's feelings about discrimination and my feelings about discrimination, how ignorant it is and how ignorance actually fuels discrimination. So I will read this paragraph and this paragraph I read at almost every one of my events. It's um, on the back cover. It says, we can go back to the beginning of time and learn bullying, gossip, inequality, and judging are just some forms of discrimination that has held back mankind. The reason we argue, fight, and go to war is because we don't know how to appreciate differences. This book takes on a problem that unsolved could cause the extinction of our species. So a very serious paragraph about a very serious topic, and it's not to be made fun of at all, but I put it in a book that is kind of geared towards Bob Newhart's, um, Bob Newhart's solution for addiction, and if you ever want to re- uh, see that, YouTube it, Google it, and YouTube Bob Newhart uh, addiction or just stop it. And so the first one is called addiction, and so it just says addiction on the page, and, the, and if you turn the page, it says just stop it. So in other words, stop saying that you're addicted to something, just stop it, and you won't be addicted to it. And that's Bob Newhart's, and he inspired it, and then the making friends around the world uh, inspired the discrimination part, which was number two serious world problem is discrimination. The solution to discrimination is just accept people. So I, I love sharing that book, and I love giving that book away. It is a very, very short book. Uh, it's a book that if you get it from us, you can actually brag on social media that you read it in probably about 10 minutes, and you can say, I finished a book today. Um, the other book that's kind of fun is The Art of Photobombing, and this was really an accident. A gentleman named Dave Phillipson at CEO Space was photobombing, and he was so ingenious at photobombing, I said, man, i got to talk to this guy. So I went and talked to him, and he says, what, am I in trouble for photobombing? You want me to stop it? And I said, no, 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 I want you to do it more, and I want you to do it as brilliantly as you're doing it. I just ask that you do the photobomb and then step away from the photobomb shot, and I'll say something like, let me get one more shot just to make sure I got it, and that will be the real shot. So he was uh, receptive to that. He inspired so many other amazing photobombers. Um, Kent George I was... Uh, certainly one of the best photobombers to compete with Dave Phillipson. And so we have this book of, I don't know, roughly 80 to 100 different photobombs you can do at events. And the book is a very serious, believe it or not, uh, attempt, no, not attempt, a very serious suggestion and solution to create engagement for your social media. So it's called The Art of Photobombing, Creating Engagement for Your Social Media. And if it wasn't for Dave Phillips, and I wouldn't have gotten this book done. It was illustrated by Rick Lewis and Alan Wilterdink, and Al- Alan Wilterdink does some amazing stuff oh, with photos, good. too. Yeah, so, I wanted to add to that as well, because something that you and I had discussed several times is we, when we talked about abundance and people who are abundant, do you remember what you shared with me about that and your um, observations of people who are willing to be fun and silly? 
not only do I remember it, I think this would be a timely uh, place to actually share it. If you don't That's mind, great. would you mind if I shared it right now? That'd be awesome. <laughs> okay. So I realized that when people photobomb, they typically are living a life they love. And it's not because they're photobombing and that's their their juice. Like, oh my gosh, I hope I get to photobomb today. It's that they don't care what the world thinks about them because they're actually extremely comfortable with themselves. They're comfortable with their life. And if you look at the word abundance, abundance means you have more than you need, more than you want, and you're happy. So I have noticed the coolest people like your Dave Corbins, your Greg Reeds, to name a couple cool people that do great photobombs, that their attitude was, let's have fun every minute I possibly can, every single day, because life is precious. So the people that don't photobomb are the antithesis of this. It's not that they're mean. It's just that they are not living a life of abundance, and they certainly care about what people are thinking about them. And it's just something to think about. If you are not willing to be silly and uh, transparent that you're a human, you may find that you're actually blocking sales and abundance from happening because the people that act silly and do these photobombs, I have found that it only encourages and it actually causes people to say, oh my gosh, that person is so cool, that person is so funny. I would love how funny they are and they want to connect with them and they want to work with them. And I've heard the expression something like this, I don't care what they're selling. I'm buying because I want to work with them. So it's not about photobombing. It's about the attitude that if you want to have fun in life and you do things like photobombing, you will find that it actually is a great marketing tool for engagement. It's also a great way of showing yourself off as a person who's human, a person who likes to have fun, and people love to work with people that have fun. Is that what you're kind of referring to? A little bit. Thank you for being so close on that. (laughs) Oh, thank you. So we'll go to, uh, since that was a photobombing is a book of photography, I will say that that inspired a book called Eye Candy, and Eye Candy is a very nice little pocket uh, book. It means that the book goes right in your pocket if you wish, and the subtitle is The Art of Marketing, Photo and Video Content. So it has all kinds of photos, different themes, different locations, different places, different photographers, different brands, and it's a nice handy book that if you get it, you can actually hit the QR code or the link and see all these photos about shoes, uh, photobombing, Grand Canyon, um, wedding highlights, uh, Renaissance festivals, power conferences, Olympics, uh, celebrities, etc. So really, really cool book. And the next book that was inspired by actually Andrea forcing me into an art exhibit was I had to go through all my photos and select the ones I wanted for the art exhibit. And it became so arduous. I said, you know what? It'd be a lot simpler if I just took all my favorite photos, put them in a folder. When I put them in a folder, I said, you know what? Why not just print this? So I sent all the pictures to my uh, lovely graphic artist, uh, Carolyn, and she is exceptional at making books look beautiful. And we did it on black paper. So the, the photos would just bounce off. It's called The Art of Life, My Best 100. And I took 100 of my best photos over a 10-year period. And arguably, it's not really representative of the travel or the photos that really show the world off. So I'm going to divide this book up into probably two or three books. And one's going to be called The Art of Love, which is going to be more of a personal touch, the people that I've seen, the people that have inspired, motivated me. And then the other one will be uh, more the art of life, like how you experience life by seeing places. And I hope to get that out this year as two different books instead of the one book called The Art of Life. And that would be all the books related to photography. The last book I will share, last two books I'll share, and I think that doesn't necessarily represent all of them, but it represents the ones I want to put on the show, are 
uh, a book called The Centurion World Traveler Game. And the book on the back says, my hope is to inspire you to connect with the world. Many of us, including myself, fall into a trap of believing we are a- only able to do so much with the money and time we have. It's a dangerous trap because it becomes our reality. The purpose of this book is to make life a game, and you win points the more you play. So it gives you a point per country that you go to. And the, the idea is you can get to 100 countries in 10 years if you really wish to do that. And I want to do it before... I was retired. I wanted to do it before I physically would not enjoy it as much. And so I took a, a month to up to three months off a year. And it wasn't easy financially, quite frankly, but um, it turned out to be the best move I ever made. Most people think travel is an expense. It's actually uh, an abundance factor because when you travel, you get away from your life and your life has to work by itself while you're gone, i.e. your business. The second thing is you have time to read. And when you read powerful books, you become more powerful when you come back to apply those ideas. And the third thing is you meet people uh, that are extremely abundant and or retired and have lots of secrets to how you can live your life better. And they can give you tips that just change your life so much. So I will just say travel pays for itself. Um, it has a, an immediate cost to do it, but it gets you to be a different person, a bigger person, better person, more powerful person uh, as you do it more. And the last book I will share in this program uh, before we go to the Keep Smiling books is the most powerful quotes in the world for leaders and speakers. And this book was created for influencers, leaders, and speakers. A quote at the right moment drives a point home and positions you as a more credible person. This book is easy to use so you can literally grab it before you go on stage and knock it out of the park with your message. And the book has hundreds and hundreds of quotes. It's, again, one of those books that fit in your pocket. And you can look up the theme, whether it's preparation, opportunity, optimism, integrity, fear, faith, whatever you want to have as a a quote, you can find it quickly in that book. Really, really a fun book. Um, It's constantly being improved because as I I give it to people, they say, I didn't see this quote in there. And so I say, next next printing, it will be in there. So I I continue to build that book. So we have uh, enough time to talk about the Keep Smiling book, and of course, the importance of publicity. So let's go to Keep Smiling first, because that's a nice segue to where our life is. And we took a challenge, and the challenge was that we want to help 100 people this year do a Keep Smiling book. So if you can imagine a template that you could do in an hour or two that would produce a book that would be the strongest marketing system you've ever seen, because if you have 100 people that are in your theme in your book, sharing your story, that is 100x factorial on the minimum that you'd have as a book success. So if you write your own book and you don't have a marketing system, you don't have a publicist, you don't have anybody on your team, and you're doing it all alone, that's a 1x factorial. If you have a team around you, and plus you have 100 people in a book called Keep Smiling, this is the book that no matter what book you get from uh, the previous recommended books that I did, you got to get one of these books because uh, the people, and I'll read some of the people that have believed in this, Dr. Sammy Numbisi, Dr. Emily Latran, Dr. Karen Perkins, uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner is going to be coming out soon. Uh, he's the founder of BNI. Gayla Bynum, Jennifer Hammond, and Michael DeBreezy, uh, Mema Carmo, Lauren Michael Harris, and those are just the people that I have on the table right now. We have, gosh, I'd say about 20 that are in the pipeline right now of people that are doing their book. And until the book's done, I'm not going to say their names. I want to make sure that we have 
uh, integrity in the program that whatever you hear in the program, you can get the book. So any of those people you want to hear their story, uh, we will give that story away to you for free. We have roughly 24 Keep Smiling books. And the thing that is really getting me excited about this, probably more excited than anything I've ever done in my life, is that I am finally getting to have a solution by studying this of how to help a leader be more influential influential, and how they can do their story, their journey, share their why, and share comfortably the social proof of their how. They create abundance, solve problems in the world, and inspire smiles in as little as like two hours. It's amazing. So this has been my favorite program, and we had roughly 20 books come out in the last couple months. So it's showing signs of my favorite book, The Tipping Point by Malcolm Gladwell, that this is going to be a solution to a lot of people that don't have a book, need to have their book, hit the marketplace, and position them quickly, and the storytelling as well as the social proof all combined in one, and wow, it's, it's, uh, it blows me away of how these variables are playing together to make something so explosive. Uh, your reaction to that, Andrea? I would like to overachieve the 100. Um, I mean, that's where I'm at. I know that we can do this 100. I'm excited about all the people that are going to be reaching out to us. And I know that we can even take it beyond that. It's just really exciting. This is international, has international reach. People are so excited about the Keep Smiling movement. It's just unstoppable. And with that said, it has international reach because it's international languages. We have Keep Smiling in roughly 24 languages, and if you would like to get a copy of the Keep Smiling book that's the world edition, it has, I think, all 24 of them, and the book actually not only gives Keep Smiling in a different language, but it does the quote in a different language, so you can uh, not just have a bilingual experience per page, but you can actually learn how to say a lot of things throughout the book. So if you have a desire to do a bilingual Spanish, French, a uh, multitude of other languages, and Keep Smiling... All we have to do is figure out who the people are that you want in your book, and we can either go to events that would help us get those pictures, or you can come out to our studio uh, near BWI Airport, and we can have a mixer. But most of the times we go into these cities, we have a media sponsor, and they sponsor a leadership and influencer mixer, and that mixer helps people connect together to see how they can share ideas, create community, and support each other, but most importantly... It produces a book, and the book is produced and then launched within about two months, and all the people in the book uh, that came out for the studio shot are in a book, and they get to solidify and share all the people they met at that event. So it's pretty powerful. In fact, the Keep Smiling book is a great way to take an event and memorialize it and create a legacy piece out of that. So if you go to an event like Secret Knock or Cervex or whatever event you're going to and you meet these amazing people, unfortunately, life happens. You go back to your hometown and your home habits and you forget about all these amazing people, not because you don't want to have them in your life, but because you don't have the habit of having them in your life. So the book becomes a habit of every time you look at it, you remember people that you want to reconnect with. And, you know, templating people's names with the experience you had with them is probably one of the strongest ways to stay connected. So love this approach. And the template is so simple. It's one page. It's got three questions. Question one, well, not really a question, but share your journey. So from birth to now and what obstacles you had to overcome to be who you are. Uh, number two is how you became who you are is a, going to probably drive your why and your purpose for living and why you're excited about living. So sharing why you're excited about living is probably one of the more inspirational ways of connecting with an audience. And then lastly, how? 
if you can't say how you create abundance and how you solve problems, you probably, one, should not do the book, but two, you may not want to be in business because you're not really creating value. So we're getting now uh, close to a lot of other things we need to finish for this segment. So Andrea, um, let's talk a little about publicity. When you get a book done, so many people do not think about publicity. They don't think about marketing. They don't think about campaigns or social proof. Go ahead and share your thoughts on that. Well, this is just a whirlwind of fun for me. So with publicity, um, like what we mentioned earlier about, you know, showing off your child, a lot of times people take it as like it's a negative that you're bragging about yourself. You're not. What you're doing is providing to the people in the world information that want it and they're seeking it and begging for it for you. So if you can focus on uh, taking it with you everywhere, putting it in every picture, giving it to other people, putting it in other people's hands. Remember, think abundantly. Um, Ken is always giving away his books. I want you guys to be doing that. Volunteer to be on people's radio shows if you hear they have one. Write articles. Get it on LinkedIn. Get it on all your social media. Include it in things. If you know some doing a movie or doing something else ask them if you can put it on the shelf that's behind the people where they're talking you know if they're doing a desk scene there's so many fun creative things that you can do with publicity to get your book out there and make it visible and to be quoting from it so you know be proud of who you are and share who you are with the world because you have an audience that's waiting to hear about you and you spoke about events. It, you need to make sure you have a photographer in your back pocket that actually understands marketing or uh, a publicity person that's making sure that your schedule is full uh, at least once a month of events that are actually going to keep your book alive, keep your message alive, and keep your brand alive. So these type of tactics cause a tipping point for your book and for your brand, and all of a sudden, your position just the way you want to be. I want to do uh, the last couple minutes with sharing books that make a difference in your life. So, um, And I, I want to make sure that anything else that's a gold nugget for this program is in, quickly put in. We're not going to do a third part of this, but we will be revisiting these, uh, this particular show with some things that need to be in that we didn't have time to share. So, Andrea, books that changed your life? Uh, for me, it's um, all the books by Shel Silverstein. Those got me through my teen years. All right. And... I would have to say Malcolm Gladwell's all his books, The Tipping Point, Outliers, and Blink, and mm -hmm. even uh, David and Goliath. All those books helped me to create really the business vision of Big Events USA and the Umbrella Syndicate. Prior to that, I would say it was uh, Michael Gerber, uh, The E-Myth, and um, Swim with the Sharks, and that one I'll get the, the person later, but those those are the ones that probably made a, a huge dent for me. And it has really fueled me to write books every single year. So if you haven't done a book and you have a lot of angst about it, it's probably because you haven't done it before. You need a coach. You need someone that believes in you and you need a marketing plan that actually will make it successful. And when you see all these other authors that don't succeed, don't look at it as that's your story or that's your situation. And please don't be oblivious or on the other side and think the world's waiting for my book. The world is not waiting for your book. You have to wake the world up and that's only done with a great publicist, a great marketing campaign, a great social proof plan. So again, if you would like any of these books, go to Facebook. Go to anything that has to do with perfect publishing, Ken Roshan, Andrea Adams Miller, uh, the Red Carpet Connection, and just say, email me this particular book, and you can have a couple books if you'd like, uh, especially if you're picking different categories. But we want to make sure you get to enjoy them. And this program has been one of my favorite programs in three years because it's about what I believe in, leaving a legacy and making a difference in the world. So 
Let us help you amplify your message through your heart and your mind to contribute to the world and be the influencer you want to be. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much. Again, this program has been brought to you by Big Events USA, the Umbrella Syndicate, Red Carpet Connection, Keep Smiling, of course, Voice America. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.